Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. Pretty face like that, I can be mad at you. An independent woman with an attitude. I can give you what you want, but you don't really need it. Cause you never want from nuts. Don't want me wrong to ask you to my place. If you tell me that you can't, then baby, it's okay. You were live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Crimes to Remember. Yes, we're coming at you with another week of these horrendous criminals. But all I know is that we will never ever end up without an episode because people keep killing so i mean that's the only thing i can depend on right now see that's what i want that's dependability what positivity you have today yes right i can depend on somebody getting ready to commit a crime and as we speak right this minute some kid is being kidnapped Damn. Oh, this is just sad run run no, no it's oh my god horrible yeah it's that's very... that's how i feel today yep that's how we're starting I, off. okay so yes and then i've got because I work him to death, is called co-host slash producer because he's the best, Neo. Hey, How are you doing today? It's good to see you. I'm happy to be here with you, Sherry. All right, It's always you. delightful. Aww. You look wonderful. I want to say that. It's like a you bonding that we have. Is it, in a minute, we're done. He'll be like, get yeah. out. <laughs> like, no, this feels like a date. I think I think this feels like a day where like I know she's not into me. Do you know what I mean? And we're like just going through the motions. Really? You think that? No. No, no, no. I'm your producer. You are you are technically uh, my boss in some ways. Really? You think about it. That sounds good for foreplay, though. So mm-hmm. you're talking to the wrong person. Okay. okay that's, I didn't that's think fun. about that. Right, yes. Yeah, Interesting. See, you know, I can turn anything into you made. Yeah, you did. Favorite. That was what you did. You yeah. sexualized it. I Yes, yes. <laughs> and I know they say that sexual harassment is not a good thing. Not here in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm calling HR. Keep it under there. But All again, right. like I said, you look great. I'm excited for the uh, episode When they today. say harass, I thought that meant her ass. I didn't think that meant her Is that ass. what you thought? You thought her ass? That's what you thought. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't know there was such thing as yeah, it's like harassment. I don't under... I, I mean, we could ask if her ass wants a mint. I don't really... It's a weird... I mean, I've put an ass in my... I put a mint in my ass before, but... Okay, we're getting. Dude, is that today. a start? Is okay, this a? Yeah, we're this leaning is... in too much comedy. We got to get into really? the. Okay, yeah, we a are terrible person. Yeah, listen, he, he's horrendous. Yeah, it's not. You can't really Ooh. laugh about him because he's just sad. So of course today though it's um, Pedro Alonzo Lopez, and he is a Colombian serial killer and child rapist. Jeez. Horrendous. Yeah, that's when you think you've seen it all. You're like, you got to be kidding with me. So. uh... Pedro was born uh, October 8th, 1948, and um, he had a, a horrible childhood, unfortunately. Uh, he was the seventh of 13 children, and his mother was a prostitute. Um, now, his father was actually murdered six months before he was born, mm. so he never got to uh, meet his father and whatnot. And... Uh, it just he had a tough time growing up. The mother was abusive. I mean, she had thirteen kids. That's a lot. Like, right. and you're a prostitute. Like, that's a lot going on. So, unfortunately, so when he was eight, though, the mother caught him having sex with his sister. Yeah, right. Uh, this sister. Okay. Not only does it start off bad, it does not remotely get any better at all. Like, when you think of all the other stories we talked about, you're like, oh my god, do you try to find stories that are worse? Sometimes, I do. And you're like, sometimes. So the mother caught him at eight sleeping with his sister, and she kicked him out. 
Okay. At eight. That's a reaction. Right, basically, which is crazy. It's a reaction. Yeah. So he was on the streets, and um, you know, he was steal and just panhandle and whatnot. And then he met this older gentleman that you know helped him out while he was on the streets. And then he's like, you know, you could stay with me. And he thought he had a place to stay. Unfortunately, when that gentleman took him in, he raped and sodomized him. And then Pedro escaped and was back on the streets again, uh, unfortunately. And then um, a couple uh, that he ran into when he was panhandling, you know, a couple years later, this couple decided to take him in. And the, the couple, you know, they were nice. They got him in school and whatnot. And unfortunately... Uh, not but so far into school, when he was 12, the teacher raped him. Jesus Christ. All right. You just can't avoid that. You're it's... like, yeah. like, well, And I feel like, this is the thing, though, you have to remember, too. And some people would look at it like, well, that's just as crazy. No, first of all, it's not crazy. Not, this is my thing. It's not crazy. And some people are like, I don't see how that could. Yes, you definitely can. And if you can't, then you're lying to yourself. Because right. one of your girlfriends is getting her ass beat right now. It's not the first relationship she's getting her ass beat in. Right. See what I'm saying? Right. Because predators can tell certain mm -hmm. victims or prey on certain people when they're down. They know yeah. the timing and when to swoop in. Right. And they know they have trust issues. So they're like, if anything... All I have to do is build up a trust with you, and then I'm going to destroy it. Yeah, like I mean, that's basically how that goes. They groom you. Yeah, yeah. People don't realize that there's like a there's a moment with let's God forbid, like you're if you're giving your kids like knowledge about what might be happening, that might be something to be alarmed about with right. an adult. They typically, you know, they you have to really teach your kid to be like, you know, if there was something, you know, what that sexual occurrence might be. But when when these predators are out there, they walk up to a kid and they're, you know, they might just say a thing that that. Yeah. Again, another kid might mention to an adult, mm -hmm. but when they see that they don't mention it right. and they see them sink inside themselves, yeah. they see them as a target and mm -hmm. they just go like, great, I can maybe push this. It's it's yeah. Right. It's, it's sad because then, you know, you you get in a situation where it's just. He had so much damage. You know what I mean? Trauma begets trauma. Like, you set yeah. his sister at eight, and then that gentleman raped and sodomized him. Then he's with a couple. He's doing well. And then a teacher rapes him, and he's 12. Right. So um, he ends up running away from that couple's home. And it's sad because, you know, they were trying to help him out. But I guess, I think his, his spirit was just destroyed, and he just... He just didn't really want to be a victim anymore, right. uh, period. Right. So um, he ended up, you know... Still being on the streets and uh, moving around. And then uh, the sad part is he ended up getting into trouble. It was around, mm, I'm trying to think when it started, though. Well, around uh, 1969, he was arrested uh, at 18 for car theft. Because okay. he had been stealing and panhandling and so on and so forth. So he had gotten arrested for that. And then after the incident, he vowed that, no one would touch him again or whatever. Because, now, mm. he did the car theft and got locked up. This is where he had to vow that no one would touch him again. Okay. The sad part was, unfortunately, when he went to prison yeah. for the car theft, two days into prison, uh, he was gang raped by four men. Yeah, this is this is like... Right. Yeah, he was gang raped by four men, and then he just... that That's when he, he just snapped. That's when he just completely lost it. He didn't want to be a victim again. And, um... Two weeks. Which at this point, do we blame him? Right, <laughs> yeah. right. That's what I'm saying. No. Right. You get to a point where you're like, oh my God. You're like, yeah. you know, like this. You know, 
who wouldn't snap? Like, this is right. the thing. You're like, I'm not saying it's excusable. You're like, but who wouldn't snap? No. You're like, this is horrendous. Yeah, like, this is when, as an adult, you take the opportunity when you're out of prison, you would do, like, MMA fighting, and you would gain confidence through something. You know what I mean? You would right. ensure that you have security and confidence and, you know, not seek to harm others. But he went a different way. Right, basically, basically. So it just, it went horribly wrong. And so now they gang-raped him in jail. Now the crazy part is, though, that um, after they did that, he was traumatized, of course, but he was like, I'm not going to be in this position ever again. So for two weeks, it took him two weeks, but he ended up, uh, you know, making a shiv and whatnot and making weapons in prison, and he killed all four of them. So the authorities chalked it up as self-defense, though, and didn't tack on more time. Right. So he was fortunate on, on that note. But, I mean, you had to feel some sympathy. I mean, good Lord. Like, his lifespan yeah. up until 18, like, he is getting the short end of the stick constantly. Like, you get to a point where you're like, is he ever going to get a break? Yeah, right. like, right. You feel like he's just never going to get a, a break at all. And uh, it was sad. So they had deemed that, uh, you know, self-defense or whatever. So they didn't tack on any time. But upon his release, that's when he decided to... Uh, Traveled to Peru, and then he was traveling. Uh, he was going through Peru, Colombia, all that during the, the period of that time. So he ended up. His twist was, he would look for innocent girls. Uh, cause he said he liked them to be innocent, and his whole thing was to destroy their life. So he would rape them, and uh, kill them, and then sometimes when they were dead, he would take the bodies and have tea parties, with the dead bodies. Yeah. yeah, I mean this kid. I mean, clearly, a uh, clearly very damaged individual yeah. trying to seek what he lost in his childhood. Yeah, obviously, it was just, it, it was just ridiculous. Like you think to yourself, like, like with all that trauma, you're not condoning what he did, and the numbers that he hit were ridiculous. But it was just he was so damaged. Um. And it's crazy because, like we said before with some of these other killers, the person that puts you there or puts you in this predicament or you feel that damaged you, that's not the one you ever go after. You go after everyone else. And he said his mother was the cause of his life being miserable and all the abuse and everything he ended up having to suffer. He believed she was definitely at fault for it. Mm -hmm. So now when he was in Colombia, he actually murdered. uh... So now this this is the kicker. So they get him. Uh, to a point where they're like, well, they had 57 counts they were going to charge him with, right? Okay. And they didn't know if he had really committed these murders. He ended up taking them somewhere, and they discovered 53 bodies that, right. he, that he put them onto. Um, but then he decided to come clean. So he had killed 100 uh, young girls or women, and, you know, they could be as young as, what, 8, 7, like 8, 9, yes, uh, and then up to, you know, you know, 18, 21, you know, young girls, uh, and then adolescents, of course. But he killed 100 in Colombia. He killed... I'm actually what, pulling up a map of this, too. So yeah, if it's you're crazy, on a it's YouTube... Crazy. If you're, 100 in Colombia. If you're on the over, YouTube, you can check it out. He killed over 100 in Peru. And he killed 110 in Ecuador. So they... His number's up to 350 before he was caught in Ecuador. 
Yeah, this this being called a killing spree right. is right because everything is different. That's a mass. It's a, I mean, yeah, it's you, right. It's not a mass murder. It's a killing spree. It's, right, yeah. mass has to be you're getting you're murdering them all one time. Yes. Killing spree is I'm murdering people over this span, but you know you right. keep it going. So yeah, his numbers hit up to three fifty for the girls. Now the crazy part was he got locked up. Of course, now with what is it? I think it's Ecuador though, because the mandatory for Ecuador for murder at the time was 16 years for murder. Okay. Right, so it was like around 16 years. That being said, he did, um, he served that time. Then they moved him out of that prison um, because they wanted him to get tried for all these counts. He ended up going into an institution. He was deported back to Colombia. Okay. And then he went into an institution. So he got released. Uh, he did the, out of the 16 years, he did, what was it, like 15 or so. Then he went to the institution where he got deported. The institution was Columbia. He got deported back to Columbia for the institution and did like four years there at the most. And then he left. I don't understand how they let him go, which blew my mind because he was really supposed to serve life. So I don't understand how they let him go from that institution or how he was able. I, that's the part right. that loses my mind. The crazy part is, though, he actually is believed to have committed a murder in 2002. So let me just help you understand this real quick. Right, listen, this is what I'm trying to tell you. Let me, this is where you're going to be like, I'm at a loss. Right, he's a beast. Let me tell you why. His crime spree lasted from 1969 to 2002. He's 74 now, and his whereabouts are still unknown. That's the crazy part. See, this is the part with this story that blows your mind because he's a fugitive. So even though you know about a case in 2002 that he did, his yeah. cases out here that he probably, listen, 350 girls and women, he just got better at it. That's all I'm saying. He definitely got better at it. So the fact that he got out of that institution, right, right, and that was when he got out the institution, that was in 1990, wait, wait. 1998? Yes, I'm pretty sure it was 1998. So he was putting... Let me double check. Yeah, yeah let me double okay. check to make yeah. sure I don't throw you off. Because, yeah, but that's the kicker of it, though. Because you're like, wait a second. That doesn't make any sense. Right. Because when he left jail, he went to jail. He was only able to get 16 years. 16 years was the total for murder, hmm. which is crazy. Right. At the time in that country. 16 was the best he could get. So he did the 16 years, and then they deported him to Columbia, and he went into the institution... But my thing is, you should have been trying him for the cases for Peru, Colombia, and in Ecuador. Right. But you have to remember, too, back then, everything was different, along with the fact of extradition laws right. also. So some countries aren't going to extradite you. They're going to deal with you. and then. But this is the part that gets you. The one country might deal with you, but then if you slip through the cracks, you can go somewhere else and keep murdering people. Right. And get away with it. Yeah. Like, that's the part that really, really blows your mind. You're like, you, is this even possible? Yeah. Yes. So his number was up to 350 girls. Because um, at first he admitted only to 110, but then he came clean. And uh, not only that, and at first they were like, we couldn't believe the numbers. But once he took them, to, and they, he took them to 53 bodies, like right away. They were like, okay, see? And they were like, they were like 350. They were like, it's a low number. They were like, it's a low number because he would just snatch girls, snatch girls. Right. And um, and that was the thing. That's how he got caught the one time. He was in the middle of trying to kidnap a nine-year-old. Then another time he was in the middle of trying to kidnap a 12-year-old. And, like, I just don't think the authorities 
dealt with him appropriately. Now, I don't think they could just get a handle on him. His number game was crazy. It yeah. was just crazy. And the the satisfaction, he just said that his life was ruined and his innocence was taken. So he said he wanted to take the innocence from other young girls so they knew how he felt. And he just hated his mom because he, he felt she was the real cause of everything. Yeah, I think um, I thought I remember uh, the like one of the reasons he was able to do this was that because of the rural nature of where he was traveling, a lot of like girls and villages and stuff. Right, because the girls that he did were mostly sh- uh, street children that lived on the street or girls from indigenous tribes. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's how he was able to maneuver. And that's no different than some of these uh, serial killers like uh, the Green River Killer who went after prostitutes. Because you figure, and this is how they can get their numbers up so high. Because they're living on the streets, they could be on drugs, so no one's reporting them because they're, it's typical for them to disappear for periods at a time. Right. And, or not contact family and whatnot. But yeah, the crazy part is, so when he got out, that was 19, I think it was 19, what was it? Uh, 1989, right? So 1998, 1998, uh, from that institution, and then that's why they pinned him to a 2002 murder. But he's been a, he's been a fugitive all this time. They've never caught him so ever they, again, and he's 74 now. They've never caught him. So they were gonna bring charges. It's yeah. So it's they an, bought. So they did. They did do charges, right? Right. So they did it where it was. It went to 57 counts, then it got it up to 110 counts. Right. So now, but where he was at, 16 years was the max for murder, though. Right. So that that's was it. The, listen, that's the part that blows your mind. So he did that. So then he got He out. did a little right. short of 16, and then went to the institution. And when he got deported to Columbia, and he should have been staying there. So the fact that he only stayed there for like four years blows my mind and just got out. Like, it's a slip up. And the crazy part is, you know, with authorities, they don't want to ever admit they did anything wrong. Ever. Right, they never want to come clean on that, so it's just it it just blows your mind. Yeah, three hundred and fifty girls, and he's been at large since nineteen ninety eight. And the crazy part is when you say we know for a fact that the case in two thousand two is his, you know, from tests and whatnot. The crazy part is, can you imagine how many other cases you haven't gotten to, or that you didn't realize in between then up to two thousand and two? Hmm. That's a long span, nineteen sixty nine to two thousand and two. Yeah, yeah, it's um, and it's that's, it's. I know that it it's linking him to the other crimes. It seems like that's what I'm finding. Some of it, it's uh, you know, linking to. But then they have to extradite. So when they let him go after the 16 years, right? Really, what should have happened is he should have been. He doesn't. You know, we have that in this country as well. Like typically, right. you know, you're 16 years. But if you have an open case, or they're trying to pin bodies on you. They basically right. take the 16 years to pin the bodies on you. They, you know, they. Right. They're like, and okay, that's the cool. Thing, like, why he's locked up? I would have thought, okay, uh-huh. you're deporting him to Colombia, right? He's going into an institution, but you should have been trying. I mean, he should have been going into jail for Colombia, like yeah, in Ecuador. They, so I don't understand how you didn't, right. you know. But like I said, with some of those countries, they don't, they don't cooperate, and then they don't. And that was another problem that we had with the system. Period. Whether it was in other countries, the United States, but back in the day, they didn't communicate as far as precincts. And state to state sure, things, of course. And this is how come a lot of criminals were able to move around from state to state and commit the crimes that they committed. 
too. It's it's yeah. This is. I mean, even uh, even just pulling up some of it. I think he's got like, I'm a man of the century. Uh, this is yeah, interview with Pedro Lopez by uh, Ron um, uh, Leitner. I believe I'm saying that right. Ron Leitner. Yeah, I'm the man of the century. No one will ever forget me. This is a beautiful moment, a divine moment. When I have my hands around a girl's throat, Jesus, I look into her eyes and I see a certain light. Dear Lord, man. All right. Uh, a spark suddenly go out. Only those who kill know what I mean. Someday, when I'm released, I will feel that moment again. I will be happy to kill again. It is my mission. Yeah. Quote. Uh, yeah, Pedro like, Lopez. Pedro is just, he just... He was so damaged, and all right. that abuse, I just think he just didn't have a soul after that. Right. Like, I think, like, he just got to a point where he just, his conscience was gone. He had no soul. And right. then... John Wayne Gacy, we've seen it, and like that. But right. his were, like, impulsive. You know, we saw, you saw but that. The thing with John Wayne Gacy, though, was he was a beast. As far as because sure. he maintained a family, he'd been married twice. Well, like he prided right. himself on the fact. That but he was sloppy, he, very sloppy. They they had him dead to ride. So it's it's in right, how sloppy they, they he was him, to no, go right. that long. They that's what I'm saying. He wasn't that sloppy because they this is the thing. He lasted for a while, right? And the bodies were in a crawl space. But the thing was, his maneuver was good. The sewage the uh, sewage system backed up, honey. That's why the smell is here. Sure, okay. yeah. Right, you're like, you're killing me. And then him even inviting the cops over. Like, he was just so Well, arrogant. that's why he got caught, though. Right. Yeah. But the first time they came over, they didn't find anything. No, those cops, right. unfortunately, didn't right. realize the smell of dead bodies, which they just said the sewage thing. But the, it, it, since the other cop, when he comes in, when they're getting closer to him, right. I think he uses the bathroom, he flushes the toilet. But no, not it, he saw the class ring from that boy that went missing. That boy that went missing was the one who broke it because when he was in there he saw the boy's class ring and his jacket or something it was a receipt the the class ring a receipt and something else and it was the boy's class ring oh, wow. and then they were like and he also said he was like it's this odor he was like no something's not right he said but they couldn't do a second search warrant but when he saw the class ring from the boy boom they could do a second search warrant yeah and then that's how come they were to get him but he just thought he was just gonna go on and do whatever he wanted to yeah like he yeah, thought really. he was untouchable completely yeah, really. It's uh, but Pedro uh, Lopez. I mean, I I didn't know that. Yeah. So in two thousand and two, the Colombian government issued an international arrest warrant against him mm-hmm. as a, a murder was discovered strongly um, uh, capable with uh, or compatible with Pedro's uh, victimology. And I'm reading directly from the article. This is uh, here uh, victimology and uh, his mo. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite this, the man was never captured and is still a fugitive today. Yeah. And it's yeah. Um, it blows your mind. He killed 350 women. And That's oh, crazy. Yeah, I think the next, you know, they're they're talking here about one of the worst serial killers, uh, if not the worst, but this possibly second only to uh, who I have heard of, but we might dive into that because, you know, Pedro, a, a true monster. I mean, he's, you know, he's known as uh, uh, the, the monster the, of the, the Andes. Yeah, monster Andes. of the Andes. But yeah. um, Louis... Uh, Cartavito, Cartavito, I think it's Cartavito. Um, yeah, this guy I've heard of, and it would might be interesting to cover. I know you have some maybe lined up, but here I'll pull them up for you. I'll pull them up for you really quick. But like, no, you know what? I, I always look to okay. So, um, 
Yeah, join us on the YouTube if you want to just see what we're seeing as well. Those. But this is all from a really great book. I've been meaning to actually get that one. Uh, um, uh, Murders of the Beast. Yeah, yeah. So oh. I think we maybe check out this guy uh, oh, yeah, sometime because this is, this is. I mean, you know, these things can only happen because governments aren't talking to each other straight. You know, uh, and see, and that's the thing with some of these countries. They knew what they were doing as far as uh, slipping through the cracks and getting away because these different countries weren't corresponding or going over their data and then making sure to try and consolidate things just like with CODIS now that we have for the DNA system like it's a big difference but we didn't have that stuff back then right so you arrest one person in one state and this is why you had people like Sam Little I'm definitely gonna do a story on him he's the one that did uh he killed 96 women right he's a uh, 93 excuse me first of all and I it's definitely more than 93 but I like when people say um yeah well he murdered 10 uh, really that's like when you ask a chick how many men she's been with. Oh, six. Multiply that by three. Yeah. She was 18. Right. So I hear what you're saying. But um, no. Wait, it's because one, you can say what two, you want. Three. But I'm you, counting now and thinking this is a problem, actually. Right. Okay. Basically, you might want to think about done. that. Because the thing is, you caught them on something. Right. But what did you not catch them on? See, this is my thing. Like any criminal that's doing something, like criminals that raped women and Every woman you rape is not going to come forward. Sure. That's a proven fact. I mean, some women just don't want to deal with it. Yeah, sure. Like, they try to run you through the mud. Like, why would someone want to deal with it? Right. So then he figures, well, I raped 10 and three came forward. I don't like those odds. So then he decides he's going to rape and then murder him. See, it just goes from they'll change their MO to be like, well, hmm, you know, not all of them came forward but i might as well just make this easier and then just kill these other ones and you know then i don't even have to worry about them coming forward oh, at all boy. and you're like really so you know and not only that they get better with time it's certain things they try or they do other things and they are like oh this is different i i didn't try this before because every when it comes to killing some of them have a niche on what they mm -hmm. like to do whether you know and then serial killers a lot of them are hands-on like they don't all that just shoot you and come on now. If you sit down and think about the right. best serial killers that have done it, um, they weren't really shooting. Now, only Warno, she was a woman though, so there's a difference. And she was taking down men. So right. yeah, she shot. But I mean, um yeah, yeah at the end of the day when you're thinking about Ted Bundy or even Gacy, like his maneuver, sure. he was very proud of his maneuver. Yeah. He was like, I'm gonna show you this handcuff trick. Yeah, this handcuff yeah. trick always with the handcuff trick. Yeah, yeah, like in the knot and then just turn it. Like yeah, so it's crazy though, but yeah, they always have something that it's their go-to move because they just it excites them. Yeah, they need to. Yeah, they've figured out social interaction to a point where you know they, they it's that. Yeah, they've they're basically playing a game with you. It's cat and mouse, so they just want to see if you get into the trap. And then know. also too, I think another thing is, and people have some people were like, oh, you didn't see the signs, really. You didn't? Oh, that's interesting. Well, because uh, yeah. the reason why I say that is, though, uh, I mean, you know, I don't know if women will be realistic about it or not. They'll be realistic with it in their head or maybe to one of their close girlfriends. But um, when you mess with a guy, right, and then he asks you to do something, and you're like, that seems a little crazy. So whether you do it or not is not the point. He asked you. You were just like, mm, no, or you said yes. And if you said yes, fine. How would you feel after you did it? Feel a little awkward? Feel like you might need therapy? Hmm. You probably do. That being said, he asked you to do something weird. You did it. So then, then he wants to test your comfortability level. Mm -hmm. Right. So then when he, you get to a point where he's like, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Something's going to stop. You're like, just stop. So people don't understand. People look at it like, 
I don't see how. You don't see how what? Just like when they talk about R. Kelly. You don't see how what? If if he finessed you and made you feel special and treated you good in the beginning, and then because he sweeped the crazy under the rug, and you're already into him now, and then you're living with him because you think you are going to be comfortable with him, and then you find out you're not the only one. You're the first chick that's happened to? Please. Lies. Not. True. Then he does well, he was also sexually. fucking minors. But, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But my thing, right? So I mean, but listen. But it was women in there that he was fuck, fucking with. Like that 33 year old. It was uh, listen. Yeah. It was other women that weren't minors, and they say I don't see how he did. Yeah, you know how he did it because a persuasive person or a manipulative person is good. What part do you not get? Yeah. Like you know who to target. Like just like when you're out, have you ever been somewhere and you go to make a joke, but they're strangers, but you can tell by their demeanor. Right. Oh, I make this joke. They'll be amused. Amused. But have you ever seen someone that looked like they had an attitude, like they wanted to kill people yeah. or just hate their life? Did you even remotely think to say hi or speak to them? Hell no. Right. Hell no. I don't have to eat this whole steer to know it's beef. If you look disgruntled and unhappy with your life, all right, stay your ass over there. I'm good. I don't have time for it. But if I see you and I can, certain things you can read, and you're like, oh, I see you girls out here getting your drink on and shit party and looking all cute. They're like, oh, stop it. And you joke with them and they're happy, but you see other people miserable. You know not to engage, even when you're on stage as a comedian. Mm -hmm. You stand there in a the crowd and you know, hmm, no, uh, maybe them. Uh, nope, not you. Like, you can tell by the way someone's body language is or how they're looking at you. They might have a facial expression that says, I wish the hell you would. Like, don't be dumb. Right. And that. It was like, don't be dumb, but don't don't bother me. So, read the room. Like, yeah. that's what I tell people. Like, read the room. Like, that's all. Sometimes people don't, but read the room. Yeah. And that's usually how you can prevent things. But, yeah, these guys have, you know, they finesse how they do things. Um, Jerry Brutus was one. Of the, yeah, you're talking about, like, low-level manipulation. Almost, like, especially some of them. I mean, he was, Jerry Brutus was into shoes and feet and all that stuff but he knew, and his wife knew like he was operating he was killing women and but and his wife but he did the thing of like uh you know you don't go into the garage you know that's my area right all that kind of stuff there was lots of like flags same thing with john wayne gacy you know he ran through a couple of wives there because he's not gay but then you know he would uh uh you know with one wife i know i remember them, them him doing some things like her finding a porno mag of men and stuff and him being just like i don't give a shit like fuck off right and like, he was very adamant about whoa 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 i am not right, gay okay. i'm bisexual right. he was like and i got two wives to prove it like okay so okay man you right you were it doesn't really matter about the gay rape thing. men it's more and the then, killing thing I mean, right basically so you don't want anyone to call you gay you want them to call you bisexual but you're okay being a serial killer. Okay, bet. Sure. I hear you. I hear you. And yeah. out of those bodies, he was like, I only put one in a crawl space and it was self-defense. Right. That's really? what yeah. Okay, that's creative. Always. All righty. Someone else got in your crawl space that many times. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The other ones were, I was just mad. It happened in passion. I didn't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you ready for Eric Your Soul? You ready to get yes. into it? Yes. Let's do it. Yes, we're going to go right into Eric Your Soul today. We're keeping it simple and sweet today, actually. Um, but we are going to do more as far as bring on more guests and, uh, you know, and I'll promote people's businesses and whatnot. Of course. But we've been taking it easy. And then, of course, you know, the summer is coming. So even though we're going to enjoy the summer, don't think we're going to start slouching and, and fall off. Definitely of not. But uh, we are going to change the game up a little bit. So now when it comes to Irk Your Soul, now, you know, Neil, you never uh, come up with a new one. That's and you don't true. get creative. So I almost sometimes want to write you a letter. That's not true. Um, <laughs> 
you're like, what? No, this is not true. Like this is not true. But um, I have tried. I'd like you to come up with something different. And then part of me is like, well, if I just show up at one of your shows like a stalker and harass you, then maybe you know you can have a different story. I don't know. Irk my soul. I mean, I am always. I will say something that's constantly irking my soul, Sherry. I, despite being put on blast right now, thank you very much for that. That's very sweet of you. Uh, I try. I, I mean, people aren't going to like it, but it's traffic. I mean, traffic irks my soul to no end. Just just the general vibe of driving in Philadelphia, I have to say, is abysmal. It seems that people know it's bad. They don't care. They're just doing what they want, whatever they want, how they want to do it. And I get it that the whole, like, you know, we're trying to get uh, traffic law enforcement mm-hmm. so that, you know, people without guns who just need to be like, hey, dude, you just can't run stop sign or things like that or try to use some blinkers or don't do 95 miles an hour i know the name the road is called 95 but the bridges right. collapse on it so maybe chill with the you know zooming in it's just it's just getting too much i think people know and they're abusing it and it irks me like if you were in the car with me you would see me explode like you right. would just see me livid about how their blinkers gone. No one's even using fucking who doesn't. They're don't driving signal. like fools out here. I like, was, this shit is like in the past two days, I've been losing my mind. Yeah, it's, uh, I was in a, my soul was like, I'm freaking out behind this guy. Cause I'm like, why are we not going? It's a, it's going into a left lane split at a light, you know? So it's a single lane that as you get close to the light is going to give the left lane option. And everyone who got into the left lane just decided because traffic's backed up, there was every five, six cars in front of me, all of them blinkers off. Mm. They are taking a left. Right. But they're not telling anyone they're taking a left. Right. So the traffic's just stopped around it, just being like, what's what's going on? Like, I'm a couple cars. It, and and you see me freaking out. Um, Sherry, when I tell you that I'm freaking out on these people, I'm talking windows down. Right. Fingers up. Thank you. Like, go fuck yourself. I said what the other day, I was on? like, the sad part, I was like, I really am going to jump out the car and catch a case. I swear to goodness. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, and then today, a Ben's dog on there ran me over as I'm trying to walk at. Yeah. I'm like, seriously, I'm trying to get to the door. Like, can you just calm down? I'm, it, it was almost like he sped up. Like, oh, my God, I'm about to get 10 points for hitting her ass. I like, know. what? Yeah, which we all know you'd at least be a 15. I mean, a 15 point, 20 point, I think. Thank you. I, I would give you. That. I would get 20. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's a good so hit. Nice of you. Um, so now someone's going to hit me uh, later this week and be yeah. like, 30, bitch. You're like, yeah. oh, thanks, thanks. You're like, thanks. You're going to pop job. into a bunch of coins like uh, uh, Hassan the Hedgehog. Um, yeah, so you hit me coins, it's going to go like 30 coins, it's going to pop out my ass. Yeah, not be putting nowhere. Oh, yes. um, but yeah, that's, I mean, Irks, talk about Irk in my soul. I know it's not funny, but. I, if you were to see me in the car, you'd be laughing at how much I'm freaking out on people. I just see it every, every, it's just too, it's too much. It's reached the precipice where I'm like, listen, cops, please just do, don't, because even now, you see traffic stops? Have you seen traffic stops right now? This traffic It's like nine cops right with one car who might have sped because they're, they're trying to watch their ass to make sure no one else shoots or goes off or does anything, which I'm glad. But I'm like, we got to get the transit people without guns just to come in here and be like, yo, dude, you can't cross three lanes or don't ride in the left lane. If you need, if you, Thank you. don't ride in the left lane, just in general. Like, this is so boring. People hate it. But I really do mean this. It's a passion project of mine. I will teach you how to drive. All right. This is, listen, when I say I it's crazy, will teach you it's how to just drive. ridiculous. It just doesn't make, like, it just doesn't make any sense at all the way these people are acting these days. It's just sickening. If you yeah, if you're in the middle lane and you're asking yourself why am I in the middle lane and you're if you're a middle lane driver or a left lane driver and ask yourself, what are you doing there? Like what do you think you're supposed to be doing? 
Because you know it's a passing lane. Basically. And the middle lane is a truck lane. A lot of people don't even realize that. That's because you have oncoming traffic. This is so boring. This is such. I'm glad I, you. Thank you for the time to really bore people to death with my traffic problems. But I genuinely. Don't, I'm like, are they teaching the same stuff? Did I lose it? Like people. No, like, listen. It, listen. I don't care how, how you put it. Like these past two days, that is exactly what I was complaining about. I was like, what is wrong with these fools out here? Yeah. Seriously. Like the way they were driving, like especially today. Like it was three things that happened. And I was like, come on. I was like. This yeah. shit is getting a little, I was like, now it's getting a little annoying. Somebody's getting ready to get got. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, I'm getting ready to jump out the car with the bat. Like, I'm about, to, I'm about to put a bat in the back seat and then just jump out like a whole fool. Yeah, this it's, is how people get shot, though. I'm telling you. That's what I mean. Listen. I, that's how I would is, get shot. People don't understand. You, people fail to realize this. And I tell people this all the time. They don't, they don't listen to me. Right? You don't know the type of day somebody's having. Okay? I watched this movie. It was crazy about a road rage. But it started in the morning. But unfortunately, she ran into the bitch again at 5 p.m. after work time. Oh, shit. And then she went to chase her. Why? Because not only did you run her off the road earlier, bitch, but then she lost her job because she was late. Then on top of her being late, her ex-husband said he wants to take custody of the kid and move with his new girlfriend. Oh, shit. And then when she seen her, they're arguing. She's like, this is the same bitch because she had... You know, identifying stuff on the car, besides right. the license plate. She saw the bumper sticker for the school at the kids. She's like, oh, this is the exact same Jeep. So when she gets up on it, she's like, this is the same bitch who did this. So then they're chasing each other. Then they go, and as they're chasing, she has to dip off a ramp. As they dip off, the bottom of that ramp is dead. It's a construction part there. So the car goes sailing, and the Jeep Cherokee was the one who made the bitch late in the first place. And that Jeep Cherokee flipped upside down, okay? The lady's leg is pinned in there. And the woman felt so bad that she went after her from this morning. She goes over to the Jeep and was like, I'm so sorry, let me help you. And the window, she's like, get away from me. Stay away from me, you're crazy, leave me alone. So she says, no, no, I'm trying to. And the bitch in the Jeep Cherokee shoots her. Point blank and kills the bitch. Damn. So you chased the bitch that made you mad in the morning. She just killed you and then the chick in the Jeep Cherokee lost her leg. Right. See, people don't understand. This can go horribly wrong. And let me tell you why. Everybody is capable of murder. You just need a real good reason and a fucked up day. That's it. I mean, let's be realistic. Seriously, everyone, I don't think you hear me. I'm about to sound like a black minister. I don't think you hear me, though. Everyone is capable of murder. You just need a real good reason and a fucked up day. Mm -hmm. So my friends joke with me all the time. And then someone said to me, they were like, oh, God, what is that, a serial killer? You need murderers. Have I murdered you? <laughs> then yeah. don't worry about it. As long as you're on my radar, you're good to go. Yeah. That's it. You're good to go. Uh, yeah, when I, start, when I start being like, this is a good, like, the, man, I, I can't wait to get more numbers than him. I mean, what? It's an interesting person. Yeah, when you start saying that stuff, then we're in trouble. But right, basically, right. Up until now, basically. it's fine. And then I'm pretty good because you think, I do the podcast on crime. You would think that I would have wanted to off somebody. Because, you know, what I didn't think that soul? at all. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, what irks your soul? But now that we know that you're very much plotting, what... It's uh... not so much... I'm, no, I'm definitely not plotting yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. No, I'm not plotting. Um, I just think what irks my soul is. And it's funny because, I don't know, you probably wouldn't get it. But I don't... This is the thing. You might get it and you don't get it. But the people that do get it, that's really all that matters. What irks my soul is I'm okay if you don't like me. Just respect me. Right. I'm okay if you hate me. Stay in your lane and stay out my way. That's all I ask. I don't need anyone to like me. 
I'm not here getting, uh, oh, oh my God, I want to be a friend, I like you. No, that doesn't increase anything in my bank account. So at the end of the day, what anyone eats doesn't make me shit, all right? But what I don't like is don't piss on my leg and then tell me it's raining. If you don't bang with me and you don't fuck with me, I'm okay with that. I can leave you where you be. Not a problem. You hate me. It's all right. <laughs> Some of the people that say it, <laughs> bitch, if I look like you, I hate me too. Right. right. See? And that's not the way I want to go. But the point is, if you don't, I'm okay with it. Right. At the end of the day, God is going to bless me. My mother's phenomenal, and she's my best friend and my hero, and my son is doing good. That's all that matters. And if anybody gives a shit about me, the best thing somebody could do for me is pray for my best friend who's recovering that was in ICU, that I talk to every day that's my homie, and that I'm always going to be there for them because they're always there for me, and they're a ride-or-die friend, and I appreciate them. No matter how anyone else feels, it doesn't matter. I don't have to prove my loyalty to people. But when I rock with someone, I rock for him. So pray for my friend because he is doing better. But pray he gets better instead of praying on my demise or some shit to go wrong with me. Because <laughs> apparently, bitch, it ain't working. <laughs> but I like everybody's feeble attempts. It's amusing to me. <laughs> but no, nah, I ain't plot nothing yet. <laughs> I wouldn't. It's funny because my friends, this is the thing. I have male friends that'll say stuff to me like, Sherry, you know, sometimes you think you're crazy. Right. I'm not going to disagree with that. Okay. Sure. Any woman that walks around and be like, I'm not crazy. Yeah. That bitch is bad shit yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know I'm crazy a little. Some, sort of. Somewhere. I don't know the percentage. Get back to you on it. Yep. This is my thing, though. If I'm crazy and I make jokes, or you heard me make jokes on stage about, oh, the antifreeze, why is it on the countertop? Shit, I forgot to put it in the basement. What? Why would it... Okay, the car's in the garage. Robert had bought, no, I wanted to bring it up. I couldn't see the date in the garage, so I bought it up. And whatever, you want Gatorade or Jello? Yeah. No, bitch, right. So if I make these jokes and you stay my friend, who's crazy, me or you? Right. Shit. Yeah. I give you warning, like, listen, I listen. what you see is what you get. But I wouldn't do that, though. I wouldn't, like, come no. on now. No, of course not. That's like a bitch who wrote the book, uh, How to Murder Your Husband and Murder Them. Would I really do a podcast? On tr crimes to remember and then murder somebody? Right. No, that's the, yeah. It just doesn't sound, you know, that sounds crazy to we're me. Why would somebody do that, though? We're saving that for our side project, Crimes to Forget. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere, somewhere. On the next our episode of yeah. Got Away With It. <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell? Uh, yeah, no, I would never do that, though. No, so of course So we're not. shouting you out, Neil, because you're so great. Oh, speaking of that, yeah. shouting out because you're so great. Somebody mm -hmm. had just, uh. Oh, girlfriend of mine. She just hit me up. Uh, I gave you information uh, for Drop Tent Media because okay. she wants a producer. And then uh, she also does promotions and stuff uh, right. for different people. Very so cool. um, I told her to contact you because, uh, you know, you, how great your studio is and how great the work you do. But also, too, when are your shows coming up? Because I got to find a show that I can stalk you at. So something's got to give. Sure, yeah, I got you. You can find them all at droptent.com, right okay. there on events. You can see uh, those shows. And then uh, you can check me out at com. Go there. So any shows that like you know I'm on outside of Drop Ten or whatever like that that we're not uh, running and producing and all that kind of cool stuff, you can just go to imneilwood.com. Okay, you and got something that? on Friday? Uh, this Friday, let's see. Uh, this Friday, no. I'm actually this is good. So I'm doing all the doing all the production and and uh, doing all that stuff. We oh, should okay. be we should be back. So we're we're every second and fourth Friday. Oh, okay. I'll come so on. we're every second and fourth Friday uh, at Myers Brewing Company right here in Fish. Well, right here. 
over in Fishtown, okay. uh, next neighborhood over. Yeah, you can check us out there every. Uh, there we got two shows: seven thirty, nine thirty. You can come out to those, the second and fourth. And then we are. Uh, oh, we're in South Philadelphia at a little spot off of South Street, uh, July twenty second. Oh, you know, okay. so yeah, we're just gearing up for winter, getting some shows in, some winery shows and stuff. We'll be coming back, but yeah, if your friend or you want to come bug me at a show, of course, you're more than welcome to come. I, I would love yeah. to have it. I, I would love. Pretty the, sure when I show up, people are like, oh god, here this she goes. Bitch, I can't believe. And you know, I'm petty. I'm gonna be like, oh, so you don't know me now? Uh, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. okay. Last night you knew, but you don't know me now. Oh, there you just go. Just throw that out there. there well, we no, go. you know what? I'll make sure if you had somebody with you or whatever, I won't uh-huh. be petty like that though. Cause you know me, sometimes I just want to stir something. But no, when oh. you're with someone. I wouldn't do that though. I no, wouldn't, I you know. I wouldn't you know, be with some, anybody. It's fine. You know, be... Ain't nothing worse. They'd be like, "Why Sherry get shot?" It was a joke that went horribly wrong. Yeah, oh, okay. You're <laughs> like this. Mm, okay. Terrible. Like, bitch, she shows better when a joke. <laughs> like that's what she gets. Dumbass. Showing up here where I work. <laughs> what is wrong with you? And then some people be like, yes, "She's dead." They're yeah. like, "For her being dead, isn't that like a hundred no. points?" You're like, "Yes, yeah, hundred." You're like, "Yes, yeah, hundred." Funny part is, like I need more those. <laughs> bitch, I'll be back. Um. <laughs> But uh, how about you? Of course, they can check you out over there. Yes, you can on follow Instagram. me on Instagram. And that's another thing. My friends get mad at me because I don't post. In it. Listen, I'm, listen. I'm going to do better with social media. My friends are like, "Why you just don't post regular life?" Why? Because some stuff that I do and where I might be or when I'm out, it's none of y'all business and shit. That's yeah. all I'm saying. But um, you know, I agree. And then not only that, you have to think if somebody asks you a question, you're like, "Nah, I'm probably gonna just take it easy." And then you be like. I, on social media, then oh, here we go. Like, no, nah, I don't have no, nah, I don't have time for all that. So, I yeah, I will do better, but um, don't bug me about it. I'm getting to it, and uh, nobody really care what I be doing anyway. Um, what I, nobody uh, wants to see me on social media. I don't get it. But anywho, yeah. uh, you can follow me on Instagram under comedian Sherry, and uh, you know, like I tell everybody, feel free to leave comments anywhere. Just don't, just don't tell them to me in real life. You know that shit. Keep that to yourself. Um, Instagram comedian Sherry, Facebook Sherry Franklin, and of course, definitely check out Crimes to Remember, and also check out Drop Ten if you want to start your own podcast. I'm a hater, and I don't want it to happen, but stop it. He'll work with you, and I'm not that petty. Um, but check out Crimes uh-huh. to Remember. Make sure you subscribe, like, and comment, and please let us know who you want to hear about, or if you know any businesses that you want us to shout out or to promote, please let us know, because we're actually going to be running a commercial for one of my friend's business, probably starting next week. So let us know if you have any ads or if you want to get promoted or get a shout out. And we also always look for guests here and there. So, Neil, did you have a good show today? Oh, what a great show. Learned so much. Pedro Lopez. Monster yeah. out there on the loose. Let's just yeah, not don't go hiking in South America. I think right. I think stay right. out of the woods in South America. All you need to know is Ecuador, Peru, and Colombia. I'm nervous. Don't I just don't do it. Keep I just your, don't trust it. Keep I don't your kids I, close if you're traveling. Just we don't know where this guy is. So uh, yeah, he's still on the loose. You might want to be mindful. Come on, Pedro, chill yeah, out, please. Just uh, psychopath. But no, this is a great episode. Yeah, it's phenomenal. I'm excited to see where you go from here and covering this other guy. See you do a de- uh, you know a deep dive and. Oh, Get yeah, definitely. And then we huge. are. We're going to bring some more guests on, and we're going to spice it up and whatnot. But we appreciate everybody tuning in every week. This is a great show. I appreciate everyone always supporting me, subscribing and liking my videos. And to everybody that bangs with me, you know, I love you back. Holla at your girl. This has been Crimes to Remember with Comedian Sherry. Subscribe on YouTube at Crimes to Remember, rate and review us on your favorite audio platform, and follow us on Instagram at Comedian Sherry.
How you doing? This is Neil Wood from the Cult of Us podcast. Speaking on behalf of Drop 10 Media Network, the network you're currently listening to. Make sure to check out all the other podcasts on the network. You can go to drop10.com to check them all out. Make sure to like, subscribe on everything that you see Drop 10 on. We appreciate it. Go to drop10.com now. This has been a Drop 10 Media Production.